Metricast. When we're living through the heart, even if we do feel hurt, even if things don't turn out, we know we did our best and we know we authentically showed up and we're clearing these old patterns so that whatever we're going through isn't going to return again. There is a power in our heart that moves beyond the mind. Right? Often we aren't being vulnerable. Often one of the biggest barriers in the heart is not the actual heart itself or the emotions that we're feeling. It's the stories that we're telling ourselves around it, right? It's the story of I'm I'm weak if I'm in grief. I'm too much if I'm expressing myself beautifully and confidently. Where in reality, not only are those stories illusions, but there is a higher power that sort of it cradles us to take that step in that relationship, in that connection, in that whatever you're using your heart for in that moment. Welcome, beautiful souls, to season two of the Cosmic Love Antenna with your host, Harrison Ma. I invite you on a mystical voyage from the intellect to the soul, delving deep into the mysteries of love's spiritual essence and its unfolding. This podcast celebrates the peeling back of heart layers, revealing profound lessons, interviews with spiritual seekers, and practices to open your heart to love's infinite wisdom. Good morning, evening. Afternoon, magical beings. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the Cosmic Love Antenna and a heartfelt spiritual conversation to dive you deeper into the heart today, specifically diving deeper into the heart. I know most of these chats I do here on the on the podcast, they are sort of tangential, in a tangent, if that's a word, to all the heart work that we do. But today, I have the pleasure to have a beautiful guest and friend with me to really focus in specifically on overcoming barriers in your heart. This episode today is for you. If you are a powerful light worker, spiritual seeker, and or are maybe going through some emotional disconnection and challenge in your life and you're wondering why, you're a bit stuck. There's a challenge that you're facing in your heart and you're wondering, what is the cause behind this? What is the deeper reason within the heart itself? So stick around with us today and we'll go deeper into the core reasonings behind certain heart barriers that we go through. Before I get into all that, <clears throat> I want to introduce the lovely soul, my beautiful friend, Alison, here on the show today. Alison is an intuitive she is an energy healer, but it's so much more than that. We have the pleasure of hosting and running a powerful event that we'll speak about at the end of this conversation today. But Alison is a light in this world, and she is joining me today to really explore all things heart expansion. Alison, welcome back to the Cosmic Love Antenna. Thank you for having me. Harrison, wonderful to be here and share space with you. How, how we were just chatting before we started recording, Alison, but I sort of want to ask you here in this moment for people joining us, how's the heart feeling as we get into this very deep conversation? You know, so beautiful, Harrison. And 
it's speaking to the heart and matters of the heart. You know, this morning I'm a little have a heated temperature in my room of where I'm at. It's full on summer. And, you know, you're speaking to like these barriers of the heart. And like the first thing that's already coming through in terms of what my heart is speaking to is that sometimes we're a little bit uncomfortable. Maybe it's physically mm. or emotionally. Um, and that can make us want to contract and want to cut down. And that's one of the perfect moments to just lean deeper into the heart space. So in terms of where my heart's at at the moment, I mean, of course, just anytime I connect with you, I feel just this opening expansion um, even further than I thought possible. Um, And it's just a gift to actually be in a slightly uncomfortable moment and get to speak about these barriers of the heart because that's the authentic expression of our being. So my heart's open. And I'm a little physically uncomfortable. <laughs> How it's, it's a good way to be. Oh, I'm so just before I answer that question, Alison, because I, I do have a good answer to that. I um just want to welcome people joining us live here in the in the in the Facebook chat. I see that Dr. Emmy, welcome, my friend. If you have questions today for Alison and I as we go deeper into this chat, please pop them in the comments section. But um going back to your lovely question, Alison, my my heart's feeling quite open. I was telling you, we're planning this chat today to share with everyone. And last night, I sort of woke up uh, at witching hour, as as maybe many of us have experienced before. And I was just getting all these downloads, but I was specifically getting downloads around sharing my heart, right? Sharing my heart in a vulnerable way for all to see. And I think that's probably where, where we can start this conversation today, Alison. I think this is one of the biggest barriers that I've noticed in my journey into the heart and and removing barriers is the realization, and this is what I want to get your thoughts on, is the realization and the remembering that opening my heart in a vulnerable way, opening my heart in a sensitive way is not a weakness. It does not mean I'm broken. It does not mean I am less than and paradoxically it actually brings me closer to the people that i may be wanting to connect to do you agree with this allison absolutely you know actually just yesterday one of my friends commented to me that you know i really am one of those people that is always believes you know i just want to believe things and i want to believe in people And, you know, together we reflected that, you know, many people could see that as a weakness that my innate belief in human humanity um, from my heart, when I feel something from my heart, I want to follow it. And, you know, it doesn't always mean that things work out, especially not the way we think they'll work out. They often have their own wisdom, insights and messages. And at the same time, continuing to keep your heart open, whether or not it follows this agenda of your mind is such a beautiful practice. And it really makes us so strong and magical. And this practice that I've had for my whole life, I mean, I kind of started unintentionally, I think on some levels of being this vulnerable and open has 
really brought me to the most incredible people, situations, and really faith and love for myself on such a such a profound and and deep level. And yeah, for me, you know, it really it can be vulnerable and it can be uncomfortable. And, you know, there can be some disappointment that happens. Um, and I feel like when you're coming from that heart space, connecting from that heart space, it's easier to get through those challenges. And and then you you learn from them. So instead of saying like, oh, I'm disappointed and that's it, I can't trust people in closing, you realize like, oh, okay, wow, I really learned there that I need to set my boundaries more clearly. You know, and then as you go in that process and you keep leading with your heart, the energetics of like the people that you're drawing into your life, the opportunities, the experiences, they keep shifting. And so absolutely it is it's a little scary to lead from your heart. It's it's scary to be that vulnerable and open. And I can't imagine living any other way. Oh, yeah. Well, first of all, Alison, I think we need we need hot and sweaty Alison more often because you just blasted us with some beauty, beautiful magic then and and just so much coming through you. And I think just what I want to share with what you're saying is I think one of the reasons we're able to take that step that you're talking about like make that step regardless of the thoughts that might be playing is, and this is what I really want to pull out here for people listening. There is a power in our heart that moves beyond the mind, right? Often we aren't being vulnerable. Often one of the biggest barriers in the heart is not the actual heart itself or the emotions that we're feeling. It's the stories that we're telling ourselves around it, right? It's the story of I'm, I'm weak if I'm in grief. I'm too much if I'm expressing myself beautifully and confidently. Where in reality, not only are those stories illusions, but there is often a, I would say, higher power. And this is what I want to get your thoughts on, Alison. There is a higher power that sort of, the, the word that comes in is it cradles us. It, it, it's, it, I see wings, right? There's wings that come around us to, take that step in that relationship, in that connection, in that whatever you're using your heart for in that moment. Have you noticed this, Alison? Yes, absolutely. I 100% agree. I think when we're leading from our heart, the opportunities that come forward, you know, as you said, like the, these different emotions can arise from them, but that's like really the alchemy of the magic that really takes us into the next phases of our life that takes us on this lesson. I mean, from my perspective, we're all living here. This is a school, you know, we're learning so much. And so if we put up our walls and we don't express our emotions and we aren't authentic, then we're really limiting you know, our experience in this world, it's kind of like taking a beautiful picturesque scene full of color and vibrancy and just kind of diluting it into this black and white fuzzy photo. And it's like, okay, that feels safer, but is it full? Is it rich? Expansive? Is it magical? And, you know, the perfect situations happen in our lives to bring up these feelings and, if we're able to really sit with them in our vulnerability and in our heart and truly feel them, then we can alchemize them and move past these repeating patterns in our lives. So we can see the lesson that they're there for. We can fully feel it and be that person that maybe is embarrassingly open on some level. 
But um, in that full expression, we are able to move through those and and really see who our heart-centered friends are that can really meet us in those places as well. Yeah, that's key, right? When we, and this is a barrier in itself for people tuning in. If we're trying to manifest a relationship, we think that we have to go out and get the thing. I have to go out and get Alison or I have to go out and get the the person that I want to be in my life. But what we're saying here to overcome this barrier of maybe not having the relationships you want in your world, you actually become that which you want to see, right? You become the lover that is expressive in their emotions. You become the friend that is confident in their voice. You become the, the family member that stands for their emotionality, whatever it is. And you create you create your reality from there rather than forcing it and making it happen in the external world. Mm, yes, absolutely. Yes. And by embodying those frequencies of your full authentic self, you will call in and attract partners who accept you in your full expression or friends that accept you and love you for your full expression. And, you know, to me, this is really like authenticity and this open-hearted reality is so interlinked as concepts. And if our heart is closed, then we don't actually even know how to be our authentic selves or we try to make an image of what looks good. And, you know, as we all know, many people on social media who are always just posting the happy moments, it's not the truth of their full reality. So it's easy to look at the illusion around us and think that, oh my God, I wish I was like that person. They're not suffering, you know, and the the truth is it's, there's kind of a correlation, the more kind of only happy things we post and we're not authentic, then the, the more inner turmoil there is. And, you know, beyond just attracting beautiful people and situations into our lives, you know, disease, sickness really comes from that us not allowing ourselves to express those emotions and they build up over time. And these are things that we have to seriously work with. And, you know, a lot of us didn't have a perfect childhood. So there's some real, you know, contractions or patterns of condition, um, ways of being with inside of us that, you know, if we want to really be happy and centered and you know ultimately if we want to be peaceful um which i believe is kind of above being you know happy even mm. because everyone goes through challenges but you know if we want to be able to be comfortable with ourselves then we we really gotta be ourselves show up show up, show up show fully up. yes one, one of my favorite affirmations when i work with people to overcome barriers in their heart is I am all that I am. And put simply what that means is it's exactly what you're alluding to. It's this embracing of the holism of what we are, right? I love and embrace and accept and celebrate, not just my powerful, open, light-filled, expansive aspects of self, but I also celebrate and honor and love and embrace the dense, dark, heavy, shadowy aspects of self and it's in that moment we radiate right because again i get the yin and the yang symbol right that yin and the yang symbol that those two polarities that we are mm -hmm. i want to want to shift here allison to another 
barrier in the heart space that I think a lot of people run into. And we, at the end of this conversation for people tuning in live, Alice and I, we're going to share a little bit about a beautiful heart focused live event that we are hosting in the world. And I, I won't spoil it just yet, but we were having a conversation with one of the beautiful souls that will be joining us in this experience. And the topic of allowing ourselves to be held came up. So I'm wondering if you could speak to Alison, you know, this barrier in the heart of giving ourselves permission to, to receive, to be held in all the ways. Absolutely. And it's so synchronistic because in an intuitive session that I had earlier with a client, um, the same same pattern came up. And, you know, if you're listening to this and you identify as someone who really loves caring for others and showing up for others, then what can often happen is this kind of reward system gets stuck in so that, you know, growing up, we were the ones who showed up and supported and helped others. And as in return for that supportive, loving energy that we're giving others, we got a lot of positive feedback. And I say we, because I was definitely, um, that was a pattern for me of strong that uh, happened in my childhood of feeling like the only time I was really receiving love was when I was really giving, right? And so what can happen within us is that we can be healers, teachers, mentors, guides, or even just that friend that everyone comes to and shares their issues with. Uh, and then when it comes time for us to have the space held for us, it can feel really uncomfortable and kind of sticky and murky and vulnerable. And, you know, at the root of that is that breaking this pattern of thinking that, you know, the only way we can receive love is from giving, because really it's a pattern that if we hold that in our hearts, then we just continue to attract people who are really seeking things from us. You know, I know in my past, it's since shifted. Um, but in my past, I had a pattern of attracting romantic partners that were really needy and financially, emotionally, physically. <laughs> and I was ready for it. You know, I was there showing up as long as I could to try to take care of them. And ultimately, you know, I had to do some really deep excavation in my heart and clearing this barrier to being able to receive in order to attract you know, partners into my life who actually take care of me and where there's a reciprocity. And as long as we kind of open, you know, you know, being one of the things to say really quickly too, is like, as we shift patterns, discomfort arises, right? And there's a very strong aspect of neuroplasticity. It's the same thing as if you're learning a language, right? We're making kind of new forms in our brain, new pathways in our brain. And at first it's very uncomfortable. It can be tiring and it can be challenging to kind of make these new pathways. And that's, that's what learning new things are. So I think sometimes, again, if we're chasing the, the high of feeling good, which we get when we support others, um, then we kind of, you know, don't want to face that. Well, that doesn't feel comfortable to me to receive. Like, like, why don't I at least just do something, you know? And, you know, and, if you do, you know, do this, like life's going to just keep making more and more situations for you to receive. And so that can be definitely be a barrier to the heart of, um, of practicing that. And as you start surrendering into it, um, it's, it's incredible how much more capacity 
you have, because if your cup runs dry and you're still trying to pour out the last bits to other people, not only are you going to get sick, but you just don't have that much to give. Whereas if you actually give fully, but then also fully receive and and know that you're going to be loved without needing to give back, then this beautiful cycle starts happening of the cup filling and overflowing filling back up and overflowing. And it's, I mean, this is Tantra. This is the energy of, you know, of giving, receiving abundance. and abundance. This is how life can respond to us yeah. in such a way. So yeah. beautiful, beautiful, beautifully said, Alison. So much wisdom in there. I, it's a couple of things here. Firstly, you know, the cup fills back up because the love, I call this the love stick the love stick that is us or the love stick that is our heart in this analogy, it has two ends, right? It has the giving end and it has the receiving end. And both are equally deserving of our attention and affection and, and energy in order to have that balanced state, right? So that's sort of the first piece. But something else I want to sprinkle in here in regards to this barrier of receiving and being held in the heart space often we aren't receiving or giving ourselves permission to be held as you said because it feels uncomfortable okay so let's go deeper into that uncomfortableness why is the uncomfortableness there it's often because there's trauma right there's past pain in which we have moved through that is now reminding us that oh this receiving isn't safe this this act of being held this act of being supported this act of being loved this act of being seen i'm going to get hurt again i'm going to i'm going to be traumatized again i'm going to be abandoned again i'm going to be rejected again right i've shared in my story that i've had wounds of rejection and abandonment and closed my heart through that and closed my heart because of that this is what I want to sort of get your reflection on now. In your words, if we can surrender and accept and move through that pain, there is a not just a flood of love that comes in, but there's a flood of power because we take our power back from that abuser, that perpetrator, that person that projected their pain onto us and we remember that we're in control here what are your thoughts yeah absolutely and then we have the power to create our own reality right and i think that really speaks to you know a lot of people say oh you can create your own reality and people are like well how can i make money then i'm just <laughs> pattern of like, I can never make enough and people cancel on me and this happens and that happens. And it's just like, like you said, there's these deeper patternings of our own wounding that are blocking us. Right. And as long as we hold on to this victim consciousness and it can be unconscious, you can be like, oh, I'm not a victim, but then I feel really uncomfortable in this way. Like, okay. It doesn't mean that you're, because you're working with victim consciousness doesn't mean you're a victim, right. Or like you're fully into that, but there's, you know, there's so many aspects of ourselves. And as we kind of go deeper into those aspects of ourselves, and as you said, reclaim that energy, 
it's kind of, you know, traveling back and I call it more like soul shards, you know, it's kind of like a part of us gets like frozen. When I look at it energetically, I can just see in people's aura, like these like black spots was the first thing I noticed when I started seeing things and in, in people's energy systems like oh weird I can see these black spots in your heart <laughs> and I was like well I was like kind of weird to share that with someone at first but really like what it is is just a, a, a pin you know if you think of a piece of fabric and there's a pin just holding something in there and um you know vortex healing we call it like a karmic knot and it's actually a, a vortex that keeps bringing that situation back again and again and again and it's just like a record repeating it's a frequency going through your field that constantly is playing and when we actually get uncomfortable and shift that frequency's patterning and forgive that person who who hurt us through their own woundedness, right? It's like a chain of woundedness. It's kind of, it's like a frequency that's contagious. It's like when you, if you get sick, you're not like, oh my God, this person is horrible. They got me sick. It's like, oh, they didn't mean to. Like it was something that got into their system and was affecting them. And then they just got into proximity with you and then you got it. It's not like they're like an evil person. Um, it's, it's just something that, you know, they picked up and now they've, they've passed on to you. And that, that contagion pattern can be released when we really go into that deep inner work in our heart and, and forgive and release. And, and therefore we can choose our own reality other than other, we just try to skim past it. We will just run into many issues. um, We take, we take ownership. We take, take ownership and that beautiful contagion analogy you're giving of people, this uh, being in the vicinity, it's the old saying that hurt people hurt people, right? We are, it's so much easier for us as humans, as spiritual beings, having a human experience to project, right? To throw out onto the outside world, giving our unconscious power away and say that that person did this to me. That situation is the reason I am like this. Because as Marianne Williamson says in her her book, Return to Love, it is not our weakness or our, you know, our darkness that scares us. It is our light. It is our power that scares us most. Right. Because we there are parts of us that realize that if we were to fully embrace the fullest potential that exists in our heart we would be unstoppable, right? There would be nothing that would get in our way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's, and that's pretty scary. And, you know, I know for myself too, that there's sometimes, you know, been people in my life that when I feel big and powerful and magical, I also feel vulnerable because there's a lot more feedback, you know, and I've, and, and that's part of it. It's like, but it's like when you feel okay with yourself and you know what you're doing is from your heart, then it's okay. You know, even, even me, like now currently with my traveling light temple, Instagram, like my way of being, I just travel a lot and I meet different people. It's my Dharma. It's, I kind of do things in a different way than most people. And that can be really triggering to other people. I mean, I had um, someone who had a situation that they um, tried to blame on me recently. And one of the things was like, oh, well, you must be rich because you just travel all over and blah, 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 blah. And like we're projecting all this uh, stuff on me. And um, 
And I was looking at them like, okay, like, wow, like, yeah, even when we're successful, right, we can be triggering to people. But the ultimate truth is that whatever we do, we can trigger people. So we can't hide ourselves and hide our greatness, um, you know, because we're afraid to trigger people. And we also, you know, can't hide, you know, like we, we can't imagine what we're capable of if those parts don't exist. And I try in ourselves too some of the fear of stepping into that power is because it's still the unknown right anytime that unknown is present it's like ooh, it's gonna happen we don't know it's like our ego our shadow aspects are you know that really have we can love them because they've been trying to protect us for so long and and they say no 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 the unknown that's not good like what we don't know what could happen with that unknown you think you would be good if you were powerful but then maybe more people would attack you or maybe this would go wrong you know and people would blame you and um you know whatever it is that your shadow aspects say to you in those moments it's just the 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 unknown itself can just stir up a lot you know so yeah we clean to those patterns of being because we don't want to be uncomfortable no it's i love this conversation allison see this is this is why this conversation needed to happen today i felt there was some juiciness here so it's that let's speak to that uncomfortableness for a second because again we can connect back to the pain of our past but i also think it's it's a characteristic of our mind, right? Because if we're not in our heart, if we I just want to make this clear, I'm sure this has been clear throughout this chat, but let's just underline it. If we have a barrier in our heart that's stopping us from going deeper into our heart, we're only in one other place, right? If we're not in our heart, we're in our mind. And our mind doesn't like to not know, doesn't like to not have all the things. And this is the key word here, doesn't like to not be in control. Right. So a characteristic of how you know whether you've run up against a barrier of the heart is how much control you have or do not have, right? In the current situation, right? And you're, I see a big smile on your face, Alison. What, what's coming up around this? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, control is just the funniest thing to me because, you know, the, it's an illusion too. That's what's hilarious about it, right? Because it's absolutely, we know you're coming up to a barrier of the heart when you feel a lack of control coming through, which is again, that practice of being held and trusting someone else and, you know, being received and trusting that you will be received. And again, it doesn't mean that you always will, but the thing that when you don't and you try to control and you hold back, then you're actually in the least amount of control because not manifesting your soul destiny when we're living through the heart even if we do feel hurt even if some things don't turn out we know we did our best and we know we authentically showed up and we're clearing these old patterns so that whatever we're going through isn't going to return again it's it's growth it's beauty whereas if we maintain that illusion of control as our our guiding board which the mind really is convinced is the best way to go forward, then, you know, we restrict so much potential in our lives. So much. So uh, speaking of potential, this is the the last little barrier I want to speak to here before we share more about our beautiful experience that we're holding in uh, the start of next year. And it's this idea of, and we alluded to it at the start a little bit, but I want to go into it more here now 
it's this idea that, okay, I have recognized some of these barriers and I'm moving through them with the example of the last one that we just gave is I'm releasing the control and I'm tapping into the heart. Something we start to recognize and remember is that there is a presence in the heart that is far beyond any mind identity persona mask that we could ever fathom is our current reality. And what starts to happen, and this is what I want to get your thoughts on, we start to step forward in a space of wholeness, in a space of fullness, in a state, in a space of loving presence that impacts people, that people can feel by just us being fully in that heart space, right? And I'll give an example and get your thoughts. The the dream I had last night where all the things were coming through was around me speaking and sharing some of my poetry on stage in front of this large group of people. And I wasn't speaking the poetry from on my phone or reading it from a piece of paper. I was speaking the poetry as I was channeling it. I was just at, at whim, sort of in a very ad hoc, uh, creative way, speaking what was coming through me and sharing it with the audience. And the audience was feeling the reaction of my open heart as I was expressing it from that that present space. So I'm wondering what what are your thoughts on this, Alison? What are your thoughts on this impact of this presence that we have in this heart center? Yeah, that's, that's so beautiful. Yeah, there's, you know, and for me, what came up was just, you know, I love, I love that story of you, you know, basically channeling from your heart in your dreams. And I feel like it's really, really relevant to how I feel right now because, you know, I as I told you before, then you're like, Oh, I don't have makeup on. My hair's crazy. I don't have any earrings. Like I was kind of unprepared for this moment in, in certain ways um, that are outside of my control. But what really matters, what people feel is not what you look like. They're not really feeling how your hair is being done or, you know, whether you're wearing really cool earrings, that's like one layer that kind of, again, satisfies the mind of thinking, Oh, this person's cool. But what people feel, what really shifts people, what changes people, what changes your life is, the energy you feel from other people people don't like look back and remember oh yeah yeah that was a great uh, interview she had some super cool earrings on they're gonna be like wow I resonated with that because I felt I could feel she was coming through her heart and being authentic and you know if you want to make an impact on this world then it's about being authentic if you want to be remembered if you want to be loved you know and and you know I've and, and the other thing that's coming through is that a lot of times I've had clients who say, you know, well, nobody remembers me or, you know, people don't remember who I am or, you know, things like that. And every single time I've had persons say things like that, it's not because of what they're wearing or how they're dressed, anything like that. It's because they're kind of frozen. You know, there's like a level in which they're holding back their beautiful energy. It's not like they're not already beautiful, that it's there. It's just being suppressed on some level to try to be cool, to try to be fit in, to try, 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 try. And when we get past that tryingness and just be messily authentic, then people feel it and they remember it. And, you know, the words that come through aren't things that we've written carefully down and mold over. They're things that just pour out of us. And, you know, I do intuitive guidance sessions and I, 
you know, I really just tune in and it's, yeah, it's whatever comes through is exactly what needs to be said. If I had a list of parameters of how I'm going to speak about things, it would, it would totally limit the experience. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I could talk about this all day with you, Alison. I think this is probably one of the reasons I um, wanted to organize this event that we're going to talk about here now with you in 3D, because this is so needed in the world. I'll just say this, this idea of that power and that presence is it's there fully already. Like the image that I get is the, the, the lamp with the lampshade, right? The light of loving consciousness is on and shining bright in you already. The question and the parameter is how thick, how dense is the lampshade that is covering your loving light of consciousness from being shared with the external world, right? And this is where our power comes in, right? Our ability to illuminate that lampshade, to allow, not, not do, but allow the consciousness to be expressed, right? To be all that we are already, right? If this conversation has ignited your consciousness and your heart space today, First of all, we're very grateful and we're happy that it's ignited you. But if you're joining us either live on LinkedIn, Facebook, or listening to this podcast episode, and you want to go a little bit deeper into all of this, Alison and I are putting together, have put together, and are inviting souls like yourself to go deeper into this heart world, into the soulscape that is within you, within the ecosystem and the environment that is Bali. So I want to throw to you, Alison, as we sort of share this beautiful announcement and event. If people are tuning in and they've maybe recognized that they have some barriers in their heart, why is this Bali event for them? Beautiful. Yes. I'm so, so excited to share this space. And, you know, yes, I think, first of all, Bali itself is just such a loving high frequency. The island is super magical. The, the people there are deeply in prayer. And the people who are joining are also to the retreat are also going to be in that space where they're ready to go deep and be authentic. And I would say, you know, it's great to have someone go with you and, you know, things like that, that you feel comfortable with. But even if, you know, you just resonate with Harrison and I, uh, I invite you to join because it's not really about coming with your comfort zone. It's about coming as a chance to be yourself and to get weird and magical and messy and all the things and know that you are divinely held. So yeah, it's going to be really incredible adventure. We have a few days in Ubud where we're going to explore the spiritual capital of Bali, an incredible jungle and meet a local shaman and get a water purification from a water priestess and so many things. And then we're going to really deep dive right next to the ocean. You know, the ocean is emotions, the heart, the water with dolphins um, right there. It's the dolphin beach of Bali. And we're going to have a chance to just really create a sacred container to go so deep within. So 
yeah, if you're feeling resonant with this conversation, if you've heard Harrison's podcast before and you're just like, oh, I can't wait for the next one. Like, oh, Harrison, oh, he's just touching the places. And, you know, if you've seen how he can really work with guests, you know, I know the last podcast I was on with him, I was just like blown away at the questions. He was able to just go deeper and deeper and deeper into my heart. I was like, oh my gosh. Um, You know, if you resonate with that energy and you want to be there for part of it, you know, we're we're going to go deep. It's going to, it's going to be really magical. And the people have signed up so far are really incredible, magical people. So even if you're already a healer or, you know, someone that's on their path and, you know, remember that you also deserve to have space held for you and we're ready to do it. So if you resonate with any of that, we highly invite, you know, are so excited to invite you to join. So firstly, I think I'm going to have to get a t-shirt for this podcast. And it says, Harrison is touching all the, Harrison is touching all my places. (laughs) I, I love that from a really energetic spiritual lens. And I'm, I'm so excited to be part of this event with you, Alison, and anyone that really feels aligned with coming on this experience. And the only thing I would add to what Alison just highlighted is, you know, the time is now, the time is now to do this kind of beautiful work. Right. I've I've tried to teach on this show that you there is never any expectation or pressure put on you, right? Because you are divine. You are already that light of consciousness that exists in your heart, as we've talked about today. But there is some density, right? There is some shadow. There is something that if you've listened to this topic today, there is most likely something that is layered on top of your heart space that deserves to be seen, deserves to be held, deserves to be loved and deserves to be moved through. And sometimes what is needed to do that is the light of another, is the light of someone outside of you holding a sacred container to do so. And this experience will at least tick that beautiful box. So if people want to find out more, they can go to barleysoulscape.com. I will put that in the show notes as well for people tuning in. You can also see everything that we're offering in the event, all the beautiful experiences that Alison was talking about and more. Uh, We have a promotion. Do you want to speak about that, Alison? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, to get the fires stoked here, Anyone who's feeling called to join, uh, we're offering a quite a good promotion. Um, I think it's about a week and a half left since we announced a couple of days ago. Um, but yeah, the promotion you can see. Uh, we have a well, you know, be in touch with us if you're interested and get a discount. But we really made this retreat so that it's not super highly priced um, and it's affordable and it's something that is an investment in yourself because, you know, it's a combination of luxury and beauty and magic and culture. And also, you know, is going to give you the the tools to really create that further abundance with yourself without being, you know, a $10,000 one month coaching situation. (laughs) So we're not into that. We want it to be, you know, reasonable and magical for anyone. So, um, ever dreamed of coming to Bali, if you've ever dreamed of working more deeply with Harrison or I, I, or if you're just feeling the call now and feeling some, something in your body lighting up, then I encourage you to 
reach out and check in about this. Um, I'm sure there won't be too many spots left for longer. So sooner is better for at least expressing your interest and tuning in with us. And if it's aligned, remember the universe finds a way to make things happen. Yeah, that's the, I think that's the final point we can leave with, Allison. is, you know, you know if this is for you already, right? It's, it's what will happen is your, your heart will speak, that presence will, will be moving through you already, but then what will happen is the mind will come in and, and with all of its beautiful stories, tell you why you can't step into the unknown, right? Tell you why you can't release the control of safety that you have in your world. And it is in that moment where you lovingly show up and you test that and you ask yourself, is this really true? Is this, is this my greatest potential being in this box of safety and control or is there more for me? Right? So Alison, I love you very much. Thank you for showing up today in all of your divine messiness and humanness. If, um, People want to find out more. I know they can reach out on the website and to me, but do you want to share your social links if they want to connect to you as well? Yeah, absolutely. And just one last comment is, please. you know, a lot of people on this spiritual path isolate themselves, you know, and this is a very, very common thing. The world can feel very unconscious, overwhelming. It can feel full of people that are just not aware and, they can actually develop into a pattern where you just don't want to go out or all your friends are online and things like this. And you, the truth is you can't really get the full connection of the human experience through just being online or listening to podcasts or something like that. There's a whole other dimension of existence that happens when we come together in person. And that's why we're doing this. You know, we've all been through COVID. We've been through these crazy moments, right. And of isolation. And this is, the time to break that pattern and get out of our discomfort zone. You know, it feels like comfort, but I like calling it the discomfort zone because actually it's just perpetuating this sense of, of deep isolation. And yeah, oof, I can feel that this might resonate with people. If you're feeling that and you're afraid, then I would say, look at that fear and ask yourself, do you want to continue this? Do you want to continue to be alone? Or do you want to start meeting your soul family and having a community that you meet up with? It's not like you have to see people every day in person, you know, or connect every week, but like giving yourself opportunities to go out there will change the way that you can just totally interact with the world. So so, Alison, I want to, uh, what a way to end the show because you don't know this, but one little last synchronistic event, the dream I had last night, as I alluded to, was me sharing the poetry to the group of people in a channeled way. The content of the poem was me sharing about making a choice to leave my home and travel to the other side of the world in, in, the, in the desire to connect more deeply through love. And I called the poem Leaping, Leaping into Love in the, in the, in the dream. So I could, not, <laughs> I could not agree more with what Alison is saying, apparently. <laughs> and um, I love it. What a, what a wonderful way to <laughs> wrap up this episode. Yeah, um, absolutely. That's the thing, like even, you know, a lot of us, even like a lot of healers that I know, it's like we do sessions from our home, right? And it's our comfort. 
So I, yeah, there's just something that's so beyond juicy. I know you can feel it if you're listening. So if, if you want to um, check in with me, I've been a little on and off of social media um, recently, but I'm getting back on. Um, my Instagram handles are Traveling Light Temple and Allison with A-L-L-I-S-U-N. Uh, and yeah, those are good ways to find me and learn a little bit more about what I have to share. And we'll be sharing a lot more in the, the coming days and feeling lots of inspiration and magic coming through. Uh, so yeah, looking forward to to hearing from you all and seeing those who feel called to join us in our epic time in Bali. I'm excited. Thank you, Alison, for your time today. Thank you for your light in this world. And thank you to all the beautiful souls that joined us either live on Facebook and LinkedIn or listening to the podcast episode. We send you light, we send you love, and here's to leaping into love within this new 2024 year. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Cosmic Love Antenna with me, your host, Harrison. If you gained value or this episode hit your heart, please remember to share this out with a friend, a family member, or a lover. You can also leave your love over on Apple Reviews and Spotify star feedback, and this helps me spread my frequency to more souls in need. Finally, if you want to connect with me deeper, want to reach out, interested in coaching, please follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn at Harrison Ma, Ma spelled M-E-A-G-H-E-R. Sending you so much love. Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Electrocast. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast. Cast.